Welcome to True Riches Podcast, spirituality, wealth, and blessings beyond measure. I'm looking forward to spending this 30 minutes with you and to this great episode that we have prepared for you. All right, so welcome to this new episode of True Riches, spirituality, wealth, and blessings beyond measure. I'm your host, Frank, and I'm so excited that you've tuned in and you are taking some time uh, during your day just to listen to uh, to this episode. And I am very, very excited to just share with you on this second episode, how to overcome the fear of man. And um, this might be one of the best episodes that I will record because um, I will trace it back to just like I did the first episode to a very um, <clears throat> to a life changing experience that I did have back in 2022. It was one of those where uh, my whole life was completely changed. I remember, like if it was today, it was the night of August 15th. It was my 42nd birthday, and um, it's 3:16 in the morning. So many people. Uh, just before I go into the experience, so many people have asked um, what what really went down and uh, one of the things that led you to make the decision that you make of um, leaving your former ministry and resigning. And a lot began with this experience because back in 2020, when I had that moment where the Lord spoke to me as I, I had that anxiety attack, that moment in my car where I knew I had to put so many things into into perspective and begin to make, make so many changes in my life. I was really, really trying hard and I was giving it my very best, even though I knew I was going against the current, but to bring, I really wanted to just bring about so many changes in um, the ministry that I was a part of, hoping that things could be different. But uh, going into 2022, uh, here after this experience, it was one of those moments where I knew that my time was coming uh, to an end. I knew that things were not looking good. Um, two years had passed since 2020 what i had that first uh, life-changing encounter with the lord what i heard his voice and and a huge journey began now we are talking about two years later and uh so it all began that night of my 42nd birthday it was 3 16 in the morning and i literally just woke up and um, I felt the Lord just leading me to go into my my office and spend some time with him. So I went ahead and I did that. And uh, the moment I got to the office, I just I laid down. I uh, had a small uh, couch there. So I just laid down and I was just attentive to see what was going to happen. Um, I began to worship the Lord. I was having a great time. And then in the midst of worship, in the middle of worship, I I hear the voice of the Lord again. And uh, very sweet, 
very tender, but with so much authority and so much conviction. He told me, Frank, you've made of that man an idol. And that voice shook me to the core. I said, oh, my God. At that very moment, I knew what the Lord was talking about. He went on to say, you've put me second and um, you've put somebody else first in your life before me. At that very moment, I, I knew exactly what the Lord was talking about. I knew exactly what he was referring to. And it was my prior leader whom out of admiration, out of a desire to please, but very deeply rooted in me, an unhealthy habit of performance had led me to the point where I had made a man my God. And I had allowed a person to take the place of the Lord in my life. I continued to worship and I just wept. As I sat there, I wept and I wept because I was deeply convicted by the Holy Spirit of the sin that I had committed. I was deeply convicted by the fact that someone had taken the place of God in my life. I had allowed someone's voice to be first before the voice of the Lord. I had allowed someone to take a place that didn't belong to them. That place only belonged to Jesus. And at that very moment, I, I knew what the Lord was dealing with. I knew that this sense and this unhealthy practice of always wanting to please men because of the fear of men, because of what men will say, what men will do, what men will think. This had gripped me at my very core and it had enslaved me for years to the point that I had, I was willing to do anything to please a man rather than to please God. I was gripped at my very core to the point where I had made a man my idol. And I had allowed that man, that man's voice, to be first before the voice of the Lord Jesus. Very gently, so sweet, in that quiet whistle, the Lord spoke to me that night, um, and I knew immediately what I had to do. I knew immediately that I had to take action and I knew immediately that I had to go confront my biggest fear. See, I heard someone say that once you face your fear, everything else will never be as hard as you think. Because once you confront that giant, once you can look at that Goliath dead in the eye, and say, I'm no longer scared of you. I'm no longer afraid of you. I'm not afraid. I know that God 
is able. I know that Jesus is my Lord and he will give me the strength that I need to be able to confront what is ahead of me. And um, a couple of months went by and I knew that there was a pending conversation that I've had to have with this leader. And very respectfully, with much love in my heart, I was able to articulate those words and say, I put you before the Lord. I put you before God. And that can no longer be. Because the Lord must be first in my life. At that very moment, my my legs were trembling. My The pit of my stomach was shut because this fear was trying to grip me and keep me enslaved to the point where I wouldn't even be able to articulate those words. But the moment you dare to confront fear, you will realize that Jesus has been there all along the way. And you will see that you will come out of victor, victorious on the other side of that circumstance, on the other side of that situation. And that very moment, I knew that I had overcome that spirit that grips, that enslaves and blinds people for years to the point where they are gripped by performance, by looking for men's approval, for men's admiration to the point that the Lord's voice takes a back seat in their lives. The Lord's voice is no longer first. The Lord's voice is now, it has faded to the point that is a person, the one that is now in authority and control over this individual. And uh, it's a very sad place to be at. I remember that night I wept like a child for quite some time because I realized that I had put someone before the Lord. And he's clear when it comes about that. You can have two masters. You can serve two lords. He must be first in our lives. He must be first in every area in our lives. And I remember that moment where I was so courageous to even speak those words. I remember my wife was also desiring to have a conversation with this individual. And she was frank, please, I must have one more conversation. After two years of back and forth, hoping for things to be different, trying for things to be different, dialogues and conversations, talks, hoping for things to change. That very moment when she asked me and she goes, please, I do need to have one more conversation with this individual. And um, God just opened the doors. God allowed us to just sit one more time and share the words that we shared. So it, it, it's a very 
It's the Bible says that the fear of men is a trap. It's a snare. It will it will get you to a place where you become captive. And without you noticing, your whole life will circle around you getting the approval of a man, getting the acceptance of a man, getting the affirmation of a man to the point where unless you have that validation, you can function in ministry, in life, in business, perhaps in my case was ministry. I couldn't function without that because I had engulfed my life in something that God never meant for me to do so. And, you know, many people say, well, what, what, what a mistake. Yes, it was a huge mistake. And it was one of the things that I would tell the younger me if I was to start all over again. I will say, make sure you fall in love with Jesus. Make sure you follow Jesus. Make sure you pursue Jesus. Make sure you love him and he's always first before anyone or anything else in your life. And there are many people perhaps who are in a similar uh, circumstance as I was. Um, this was two years ago. And uh, they are in a very similar place. And they don't know how to overcome this. It will be until the moment you decide to confront fear. That you will realize that all this time. You had within you what it takes. To speak to fear on its face. And stop it dead on its track. And say no more. I will no longer be your slave. I will no longer serve you. I will no longer have you as my master. Jesus is my master. He's my Lord and he's first in my life. And many people might misunderstand what I'm saying. Many people will take this and say, well, you know, he no longer uh, believes in leadership or that is not what I'm saying. I am for that. I am for true fathers. I am for true leaders. I am for those who will believe in others and will raise others and will make sure that others are keeping their eyes on Jesus. Because at the end of the day, he is the good shepherd. He is the one whose voice must take priority in your life and in my life. So I am really now coming to a place um, that I can speak about these things because if I was to tell the younger me something, I would tell the younger me, make sure that you fall in love with Jesus. And number two, I would tell the younger me what I was saying in the earlier episode. If you haven't heard it, just go ahead, check it out. Make sure you subscribe. You got to you gotta stay um, just... You'll be notified whenever we put these episodes out because I know now I'm just here solo talking, but uh, I'm getting ready to have lots of people here that you can learn from and you can really be blessed and edified by. But what I would tell that younger me, it will be make sure you don't fall in the trap of performance because it will keep you performing day in and day out at home and work in your business, in your family. 
in ministry and there's not a single thing you can do to earn what Jesus already paid for. That's, that was the old covenant. Now is we receive it by grace. And I know that word sounds scary to so many people. <laughs> when we speak about grace, oh my gosh. But well, it's so amazing that it should just surprise you. It's so amazing that it should even make you afraid because it's so loving, it's so giving, it's so beyond beyond understanding. But it's the grace of God. That's who he is. He gives it to you. He blesses you with it. He bestows this wonderful thing upon you that you can now take it and say, oh my, look at what I found. Look at what I have. I am, I said it oftentimes, um, so many of the uh, YouTube, the videos that we record in shorts and this for different platforms. But I said often that I am like that merchant who sold everything he had to find the pearl of great price. And that is my lovely and precious Jesus Christ. So, so much that uh, changed after that moment. For me, so much that it changed from 2022 all the way to where we at now. It's been, the journey has intensified. This healing journey has intensified. It's been wonderful. It's been beautiful to see what the Lord has been doing. So many people who are in a similar condition, many people who are at a, at a point in their lives where they allowed someone else, someone else's voice to take priority over the voice of Jesus in your life. You must repent. It starts there. I remember that I wept that night. And Jesus didn't, came, he didn't come with this accusing voice, with this shaming, with this inflicting punishment. He came with sweet, tender words. And immediately, the precious Holy Spirit overwhelmed my being with conviction. And at that moment, I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I know what I have to go do. And I make sure, it took me a couple of weeks, but I went ahead and I was able to have that one conversation. It's not easy. Perhaps you have to have one of those with even a family member. Even with someone that is dear to you perhaps. But someone who took the place of Jesus in your life. The Lord wants to be first. He wants to be first in your life. He wants to be first in your marriage, in your company, in your ministry. And you can go ahead and do it you will see that your whole life will change. So that's what I have for this second episode. I want you to subscribe for more. I want you to send this podcast to someone. And um, I would love to pray just before we finish this second uh, episode. I really feel just the need to pray for those who are just at that moment you are at that moment where that sweet, tender voice is whispering in your ear, you must put me first. I pray that God will empower you, that his grace will overwhelm you so you can go and have those conversations that perhaps you don't want to have. But I pray now that you will make the decision to put the Lord first first. 
He will give you his grace to do it. You will be freed from the fear of men and you will experience your best life is ahead of you. Your best days are ahead of you. You will walk in freedom. Him whom the Son sets free, it is unequivocally, unquestionably free. I pray over you freedom now from the fear of men that you will look for the Lord's validation, for his approval, for his endorsement, for his love upon you, for his sweet, tender words of affirmation. And those will change your life. And praise God when we can have leaders and fathers and people that will speak into us and will affirm us and will encourage us. But above all is the voice of our dear shepherd, Jesus, that will make the greatest difference in your life. So all I got for now. See you next episode.